Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Thank you for joining me again on another edition of Let This Mind Be In You. Uh, This is going to be a little bit of a different um, broadcast because uh, tonight we're just going to be talking about a few random things, just reviewing some of the latest series that we've been going over about Golgotha and the Millennial Reign. Uh, Remember, this is a previously recorded podcast. Thank you again for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You. This mind being you, let me get the uh, camera turned on here. There we go, and uh, welcome back to Let This Mind Being You, Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you on another Thursday night for a live stream. And it's tonight's going to be a little bit different, though. Um, it's not going to be First uh, Timothy. Um, we're we're at First Timothy five, and the reason why we're not doing that tonight is because we're going to do it next week, and I have a guest coming in the studio, so uh, we're going to do First Timothy five together. <clears throat> Uh, excuse me for that. Um, so that is why tonight uh, we're going to do sort of like a review of some of the recent studies we, uh, that I've worked on, uh, including Golgotha and the Millennial Rain series. Uh, but before we get to all that, I'm going to look at the uh, stream over here to see who all is here. Hey, Brother Jordan, James Music there on YouTube. Hello to you, sir. Uh, thank you for checking in. Uh, please leave a comment if you're here and you're watching live. Um, always leave a comment. I'm going to check them out. Tonight, I'm going to be able to check them out a little bit more because I'm not going to, um, you know, I don't have anything prepared or anything like that um, as far as going through First Timothy or another study. So we're just going to go back over Golgotha and uh, see if you have any few questions about that. Maybe you have questions about my my deployment. Uh, maybe you have questions about uh, my time in Israel. Uh, please ask away. And uh Maybe you have some technical uh, questions. Um, I don't suppose anybody's really all that interested in it, but um, uh, as you can see, I have a new microphone here. It's a Electro Voice RE20. I'm not getting paid. So, <laughs> but uh, I bought a new microphone um, to look, it looks similar to my older one. And bring it in here. So there's my older one. Uh, that's an RE320. This is like some inside baseball, but we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Uh, Hello, Brother Steven. We're just going to have a little bit of fun tonight and just talk about a few different things. So here's my older one. It's an RE320 Electro Voice, and um, I liked it, and it it worked for me for quite a long time. I took it on deployment with me. Uh, But this is the, the, uh, I guess you would say, the gold standard of um, voice production. And uh, you'll see these in just about any type of um, studio-type setups, anything like that. Um, it's used by quite a few people. You'll notice a different color. Let me put this back out of frame. 
you'll notice a little bit different color. Normally these come in like a tan beige kind of looking thing, uh, but they've started making this kind of like a charcoal gray, uh, dark black, charcoal black sort of looking. And um, I, I really liked it. So uh, I went ahead and picked that up. It, you know, uh, it's it doesn't make any, I, I doubt that you would be able to tell any difference, uh, but I certainly can in, in my headphones here uh, on the quality of the audio. Um, I have a mixing board here, which I got almost two years ago. Um, if you remember that, if you've been following the um, this channel for a long time. Uh, also, hello to those that are listening on a podcast. Uh, obviously, uh, if you're listening on podcast, it's pre-recorded, um, and you're like, I don't see any of this stuff, but <laughs> uh, you'll have to like check it out here on YouTube or uh, Facebook and check the videos out so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, but this is a, uh, a Behringer Xenix 1204. Um, this is just a, a, a good mixing board that um, I had almost about a year and a half, almost two years ago. Um, so that worked out pretty good. I have a built computer. I've talked about that a few times uh, when I first built it. So hey, hello, Brother Daruna over here on YouTube. So we have three people over here on YouTube that have checked in. Nobody so far that I can see on Facebook as of yet. Nobody's rogering up yet, but that's okay. Let me turn this off here. You know what I didn't do, and um, I, I sometimes, I knew I was going to do that tonight, uh, but I didn't turn on my recorder, uh, so I'm going to just go ahead and, and turn that completely off over here. So again, this is not the typical uh, live stream that I normally do, so we're just going to be talking about a myriad of different things. I have a general idea what I'd like to talk about, but it's just almost like a, an open line sort of thing. Uh, if you can ask, you want to ask me questions, again, if you want to talk about, um, ask me some questions about the places that I got the chance to visit in Israel, or you want to talk about some previous studies, or you just have a general question, obviously keep it, um, you know, keep it clean. I, I don't, I don't, I think I'm preaching to the choir, so to speak, uh, when it comes to that for anybody that's really tuning in to me. Um, but I did have a, just speaking about stuff, I, I had a weird comment left on one of my uh, my last live stream on uh, on YouTube. Somebody left some weird comments there. I don't know what he was talking about, but you're going to get that from time to time. Okay, still nothing on Facebook. Okay, and that's going to be a great question. I see your question here, uh, Brother Jordan James Music, uh, as far as the uh, question there on YouTube, and I will get to that, I promise you. Um, just another way of introduction, though, again, we're going to be doing like a live stream, have, you know, kind of Q&A, and um, I'll be answering some of those questions. And I also like to just review back quickly through Golgotha, uh, those two videos, and also the Millennial Reign uh, series so far. I have five, and I have six and seven ready to go. I just need to record them and um, get them rendered and, and sent up to uh, all the platforms. But uh, I see this question here. It's a good one. So I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of time before I get to it. Brother Jordan. Okay, I will call you that, sir. 
All right, nobody over here on Facebook Live. I think there's a few people watching, but nobody's um, leaving a comment yet, at least that I've been able to see. Boop, boop, boop. I'll just have to take these. Uh, I, I forgot to turn on my recorder, so I'll have to take these videos and uh, strip the strip the audio out of them. It's not that hard to do, so, um, and I'll get them uploaded later on. I don't have to work tomorrow, so that's good. So I'll be off for about a week and a half, which is a blessing. Um, be able to get around and spend some time with my family and uh, some uh, family, and, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that are coming in uh, to stay with us for a little while. All right, so before I get into uh, the first video that I want to talk about the, is uh, the Golgotha. And uh, uh, that's a good that's a good point, Brother Druna. Maybe I'll just wait a few more minutes on that, and I'll get to your question, Brother Jordan. I promise you, uh, here in a little bit. Um, once again, let me do some. I gotta pull out my notes here from when I did the Golgotha series. And if you haven't watched those videos, uh, the the point is behind those videos. was not necessarily to uh, try to nail something down in stone on a location. Uh, we are not Catholics. Uh, we don't care about relics. We don't care about um, sites as far as, you know, well, this is a revered site. Now, I will tell you that obviously the center of the world in God's eyes is Jerusalem. So seeing Jerusalem, I, I do have to admit to you, was a big deal to me. Um, it wasn't like I was venerating anything. But just being there in the uh, in at Zion, uh, the city of Zion was um, was something special, and I have to I have to admit uh, that it was very special to to be there and to see those things. And um, so, what got me thinking about the Golgotha one, the 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 two videos I did on Golgotha and the location of that was just to drive me to the Word of God to the to the account of the crucifixion. And just to see uh, where I believe is the location didn't change one bit in me uh, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, how we, that the uh, God came in flesh, was manifest in flesh, and that he came to live sinless 33 and a half years on this, on this world. He was born of a virgin, never sinned, he was tempted in all points like we are, the Bible says, yet without sin. He took on my sin. He sacrificed the blood that was shed, the, the uh, perfect Lamb of God, as, he, as it says in Hebrews, the, the shedding of blood and other places in the New Testament. And uh, here's an, another verse that somebody brought up to me uh, just about a couple hours ago, Brother Ciro in New Jersey, if you're watching Brother Ciro, it's a question he talked to me about, uh, but he drove me to Hebrews chapter 9. And uh, it got me thinking about this again. So um, verse number 12 in Hebrews chapter 9 says, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us, for if the blood of bulls and of goats 
and of and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself spot to God without spot to God purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God and what a great uh, example of that and one of the things that uh, kind of brought me brother Ciro when you brought me to that verse is the Golgotha series was talking about the location where they believe they found where the sprinkling of the uh, the red heifer ashes outside the city was located. Uh, they have a pretty good idea that's where it was. Um, it's slightly, I guess, northeast of the city. Uh, if I, I, I don't have anything to pull up here, but it's slightly northeast of the city on the Mount of Olives range. Obviously, the Mount of Olives runs through on the eastern side of the city, and it's the... Um, uh, uh, let's see, what is it, the the Gishon Valley? I, I might be mistaken on that. I apologize if I am. But um, the point is, is that along there, they, that's where they would sprinkle the the ashes. And they would be overlooking what I believe was is the Golgotha location right into the Temple Mount. And uh, it's pretty neat, pretty interesting little thing. And it just got me to think about the blood of Jesus Christ. The, the, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And now the, my sins were remitted. They were washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. I was, you know, sin had made me dark and black as 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 the night, and He washed me and made me pure as snow. And um, I just, it was it was a neat thing to see. Oh, Sister Debbie is on Facebook, and she's talking about my uh, my quiet coffee sip. So I better make that a little bit louder. There you go. That's for you, sister. <laughs> so this is definitely a um, a different thing. So I have the notes here, and you can go back and watch those videos uh, talking about you know the you know, like I said, there's traditional locations, both the you know the Catholic traditional, the you know, you know the Protestant quote unquote traditional sites, uh, but I believe the eastern side is prophetically and biblically. The, the location on the side of the uh, city that the crucifixion would have taken place for a host of many, many biblical reasons. And uh, I brought them all out in this study here. So you can go back and watch that. I'll put that back over here. And now with that being said, let me get to this question now that there's been a few others. So the original question was, how do you reconcile taking orders from a commander if they are requiring you to do something that goes against your heavenly commander's orders? That's a great question. And in 20 years of being in the military, um, I have not had anything yet where I've been directly ordered to do something um, that went against my heavenly orders, so to speak. Um, now, there's a lot of different things that, uh, and I've, I've pushed this out on videos where I do not recommend at all um, joining the military for a, a born-again believer. Now, with that being said, that doesn't mean that uh, God hasn't placed me here for a specific reason. And I've said this before, but if you... This is a really uh, difficult subject for me because obviously I'm, I'm, you know, I've done this for so long, um, but there's a way to stand up for the cause of Christ without compromising on your stand. Okay, so I'll leave it at that. 
And uh, I haven't had to reconcile any of that stuff. In fact, uh, 1 Timothy 6, join me when we talk about 1 Timothy 6, because we talk a little bit about the uh, be careful who your masters are. Um, every single day, though, we live in a world that is not our ours. We're, we're uh, foreigners, so to speak. We are fellow citizens of a different country, the Bible says. And as such, we're ambassadors. And it's very difficult to be in somebody else's country as an ambassador. It's all around you. I don't care what profession, what job you're in, you're just going to run around it. Now, that's why Paul talks about, a, you know, if you have somebody that's a brother in Christ that you're working for, that's, that's a really good thing. Uh, but it's a rarity. You know, the, we're, we're a, there's a remnant, brethren, sisters out there. We're, we're not in the majority by any stretch of the imagination. So what do we do with that? Well, the Bible says in 1 Timothy 5, I believe it is, that we're worse than infidels if we don't take care of our family, paraphrasing. So this is how I've been taking care of my family, and other people do other things. I, I know there's a lot of strong feelings on that. I know there's a lot of people that push back on that. Um, I'm fortunate that I am in a construction trade, okay? I do buildings. You know, I'm not in a direct combat unit. I'm not being told to go out and uh, do direct action on people, okay? Uh, we get trained in defense, of course, uh, to protect ourselves, but uh, that is what we're trained to do. So I know in a roundabout way I've been trying to answer your question, but um, you just have to trust God and do right and let the chips fall where they may, I guess. Um, you know, I'm going to do right, though the though others around me are not. I'm just going to do right. I'm going to be that testimony, that living example. And um, if they tell me to move on, I'm going to have to move on. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been in a situation where I had to bomb a village or something like that. <laughs> And I, I would not. Um, it is a very tight. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad that that uh, that did answer your question, and and to the best of my ability, we are in uh, as the as the Bible says, like I said, we're in a foreign country. We're foreigners. So that's why when I do come across brothers in Christ, uh, very few and far between, but when I do, it's so special. And um, and it's just the way that it is. Um, you know, if I worked at, uh, let's just say I worked at uh, a retail store. Well, a retail store is owned probably by a very uh, wealthy person. Let's just put it that way. And they probably don't have the best morals and they're probably not a born again believer. Right. Um, I can think of other places that, you know, claim to be at least Christian in nature, but still there's questionable things that they do. It's just the way we, we have it in this world. We have to make a living. We shouldn't be married to this world. We need to be divorced from this world. We need to die to self and be thinking about the uh, eternal, not be chasing after things temporally. And uh, God has placed me, and I, I've said this to many people. Like I said, I wouldn't recommend it. 
but God has placed me in a lot of good uh, situations that it's allowed me to be a testimony where I don't think that there would be anybody else in those situations. And God has used me, and I, I'm thankful for that. But at the same time, it is vexing. That's all I can tell you. All right, let's see what we got over here on, nothing here on Facebook. And we've been going for about 20 minutes, and I did talk about Golgotha. Any questions about the Golgotha series if you've watched it and you're watching right now? If not, and you're watching this later on or you're listening on the podcast later on, please leave me a comment uh, below in whatever the comment sections are. Um, again, I have a Rumble uh, page. Look up LTMBIY, Let This Mind Be In You, and you should be able to find that. Um, I have all the podcast platforms. You can leave comments on the majority of those, and I try to look for those as much as I can. Or the easiest way to reach me is ltmbiy at yahoo.com. And uh, as brother over here, uh, brother Daruna has found out, you know, I love to talk and reach out to people on Skype. Um, I don't give out all that information uh, as far as like, hey, here's my direct link. Uh, but you should be able to find me there as well. You look me up on Skype. But if I don't answer you, because I don't know who you are, reach out to me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com first. Let's start developing. At least I know you're not somebody crazy. I'm. <laughs> I, we do live in a fallen world, of course, so have to be very, very careful. I see my uh, fellow CB there. I believe that's Jason Beaver. Yeah, that's it. It is. It's uh, it, the brother here is talking about how it's just vexing, just being in this world. Period. That's why the the Bible, I believe, in Romans says that the spirit within us groans. You know, <laughs> the closer you are to God, by the way, too. You know, there is a lot of I, I did live, and I you've you've heard my testimony probably before here. But I did live very many years trying to fit on that fence, you know, straddle that fence, so to speak, trying to be, you know, in with the crowd and all this other kind of stuff. And I was not living for Christ. And uh, to my shame, that's why I said younger me and not rooted and grounded in the word was not a good situation to be in. Therefore, I do not recommend to any 18 year old period to join the United States military. You're like, wow, you know, I can't believe you said that. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't recommend it. Um, if you find yourself in the military, let's just say, and you, you've been saved, uh, or you're away from Christ, and you join the military or whatever, whatever your situation is, God can still use you now um, and let him direct your path. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Yeah. Good points all. But anyways, that's what kind of drove me. Um, uh, we we're talking about the um, the shedding of blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. And it brought me to the blood of Christ. Um, and so now, you know, we are to glorify him now. Our, we are to present our bodies a living sacrifice. It's Romans 12.
when it says, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies, verse number one of Romans 12, a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Uh, you know, you talk about serving and, you know, being in the service and all this kind of stuff, but this is talking about the real service. It's your reasonable service for what he's done for you. So glorify him in that. And um, recognize that. Give all praise, honor, and glory to him. And uh, he'll use you as uh, the conduit, so to speak, but the Holy Spirit is what draws men. Okay. Okay. Brother uh, Stephen, okay, that, that's a good um, bridging point. Uh, he brings up the millennial kingdom. Okay. Let's turn to that then. Uh, they're talking about 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter. And Brother Jordan says we have the same Bible. Yeah, this is the note takers. This is the... Uh, Local church Bible publishers, note takers. I love this Bible. Uh, but anyways, let's turn to First Peter. These brothers are talking about First Peter, so and talking about the millennial kingdom. So let's turn over there real quick. First Peter chapter one, verses three through four. First Peter. Chapter 3 and verse 4, or chapter 1 and verses 3 through 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercies hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you. Hmm. That's a very good verse. Talking about, um, because, okay, this bridge is over. What we've been talking about for uh, the past five videos in the Millennial Reign series is how... I've been trying to show that, you know, I'm not I'm not going to divide over this, but I believe that we've been teaching for a very long time. And by we, I'm just saying in general, people talk about how we're going to serve um, and, and, and get our rewards here on this earth in the thousand-year reign of Christ. I believe, by the way, and I'm going to say it again, in a literal thousand-year reign of Christ, it's not an allegory, it's real, it's going to happen. Mark it down, it's prophesied, it's not some sort of, descriptive language it's talking as far as being a word picture it's talking specific language and i've showed that numerous times throughout the word of god here and but i just don't think that it's for the church age to rule in that sense of giving rewards in the, on this earth if that makes sense okay so go back and watch those videos but i believe we have a heavenly reward a couple different things uh we're talking about in first peter here one of the things is that uh, when we the catching away happens, you know, the talking about the uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb and the different things like that. But beyond that, we're talking about the judgment seat of Christ. You'll see the judgment seat of Christ and how there's there's crowns given, the wood, hay, stubble, gold, silver, precious stones, all these different verses that I've been bringing out here. It just seems that we cast those back at His feet. And we have our reward in heaven as far as the New Jerusalem. And we'll talk about that in part seven, okay? Uh, part six is going to talk about Gog and Magog, the final battle, and the great white throne judgment. But then when I showed and I, and I noticed the 
the rewards that were given to those that they lived and ruled with Christ for a thousand years. It's very specific, and it's a very uh, physical, this earth. Um, and I, I showed a bunch of prophecies and, and things back in Ezekiel, Zechariah, um, let's see, Daniel. Daniel 7 was what really kind of like, okay, this this is starting to make some sense to us. However, I will say, and I, I, I think I told this to Brother Druna, you know, it's not our the time period in which we live in or will live in as far as dispensationally. So if we don't understand it fully, that's to be expected. That's why I don't say to somebody if they're like, well, I think we're going to rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years on this earth, and here's why, and they show me some other verses, and that's not a problem to me. And we can discuss it civilly and uh, as brothers in Christ, and it's going to be great because it's opening up the Word of God. However, we just won't know, I think, fully until that's finally revealed. Uh, we have the revelation of Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation. But beyond that, I mean, you know, it jumps around and the timelines are, are, are shifting and everything like that. So my point is, is that uh, the verses here that just been brought up, it says to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away in verse four reserved in heaven for you. This is why I believe this is for us. We seek a heavenly country, but not this earthly. And when I talk in part seven, um, I'll give you a little sneak peek. We can talk about in the book of Revelation that there are people that rule still. There's kings on this earth, in the new earth, the new heaven and new earth. There is kings, and they bring glory into New Jerusalem. It's very interesting. We'll, we'll look at that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about knowledge being increased in Daniel twelve. That's that's good. Uh, so I'm sorry about the dead air here a little bit. Uh, but as you can, if you're you're following along and you're on YouTube, you can you can follow through. Uh, you can follow the the comment streams that are talking about here. But once again, let me grab my notes real quick. Just do a quick review, like I like I talked about here. Um, let me get to this real quick. All right. So uh, again, and I just gave. I felt like I rambled on for a little bit. Let's let's get very specific here on the study that we've done so far here, with leading up to the millennial reign. Okay. So Daniel's seventieth week. I believe in a pre. Before Daniel's 70th week, people call it uh, the tribulation period. Uh, some people call it the time of Jacob's trouble. I believe that's in Jeremiah. Understand it. Uh, some people want to argue when does the time of Jacob's trouble actually begin? Does it start at the entirety of the, of, uh, the seven years or is it after three and a half years when the covenant is, uh, is broken? I, I don't want to get into all the timing on that. I just say Daniel's 70th week. And when you go to Daniel chapter 9, it's determined upon 
you know, the Jews. It's for the Jews, those 70 weeks. And when the Messiah is cut off, let's turn there real quick. This is why anybody that wants to place us. Now, I will say this. Here's a caveat. I do think that the catching away doesn't start the t- doesn't start the clock, so to speak, on those seven years. Now, somebody might want to say, "Well, I think it's going to be like right away," and blah blah blah. We can think that, and you know, again, once again, this is not something that I'm going to say. Oh, brother, you know, we can't we fellowship anymore over this or whatever. But I do believe that we're gone before any of the seventieth week starts. I just don't know when that actually starts. If you catch my drift, we're caught up. And then I don't know how long it takes before this happens in Daniel chapter nine. Remember, if you study the, the scriptures, you know, the you know, dispensationally, there's always a transition period, anyways. Always. Just look at the book of Acts. Uh, but look in uh, Daniel chapter nine. Uh in verse 27, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. You know, so those are the seven years. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation and that determinate and determined shall be poured upon the desolate. And so it keeps going on and on. You know, we so we understand that as Daniel's 70th week. And that's why I talk about it in those terms. Um, I just don't know how long it takes from the catching away to when this actual timeline starts with this covenant. As the Bible says, it's not a peace accord or anything like that. It is a covenant with many. Um, you know, some I, I hear it said incorrectly, and I understand why, because people have just said it so many times. But it doesn't say specifically that it's between the Jews and, and the, so it says with many. There's some sort of peace, I guess you would say, but... It's a covenant because remember he comes forth to conquer, you know, with the bow. He's on the, you know, the 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 white horse, saying that he's about peace and everything like that. But he's not, as we see the uh, the four uh, different uh, riders of horses in Revelation. The point is, okay, is that it's a covenant. Don't know what all that means, but it's with many, and that I don't know when that actually starts, but I do know it's a literal seven year time period with this also in, as a caveat that the Bible says that he shortens the days because if not, you could take a, a calendar and say, okay, whoop, that covenant was just signed and somebody would be able to like get saved. I guess you would call it getting saved in the time of uh, Daniel's 70th week and be able to look and say, oh, the covenant was signed on X, Y, Z date. Therefore we got seven years and they would know the time or the hour down to the hour that Jesus would be returning. But he shortens the day, so they even they don't know the day or the hour. See, the Bible's not has no contradictions in it. Period. So, anyways, it's Daniel seventieth week. We talk about that. We did talk about the uh, who is he praying for? Daniel was praying for the Jewish nation. He was also the location that he was praying for was Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. Um, and we talked about what really, what spurs on the end of Daniel's 70th week, what happens prophetically. And it's when the nation of Israel finally recognizes Jesus as Messiah. Now, how many people that is, I have no idea. I don't know what the, the magic number is. If you want to, you want to put a term on it. I don't know what the exact number is. 
I don't know what the remnant, I don't know if it's like 75% of the nation of whatever Jews are left recognize it. I don't under, I don't know all that. I just know as a nation, there is some sort of recognition. However many people that is, does that mean a hundred percent of them? I don't know. Probably not. Um, I'm, a, I'm assuming that some will, because the Bible talks about that they'll accept the another that is to come. Uh, they rejected the original Messiah and will re- and accept this new one, the Antichrist, the fake Messiah. So I can't say it would be like 100%. However, I just don't know what it is. But they do finally recognize him. And they'll look upon him whom they pierce. They'll mourn. They'll know that they messed up. And that's when he comes back. And we talked about that in um, Daniel 9 and a bunch of other different places. And compared it to Second Chronicles 7. Second Chronicles 7 was the, the, the thing when it talks about thy people. And go back and watch that video. If we could just recognize what Second Chronicles 7 is really talking about. And God is talking to Solomon and about what his people need to do. And when they finally do it, he's coming back as the conquering king. And then we talked a little bit about the judgment of the sheep and goats. And this is what gets started into the rewards. Rewards for who? The next video we talked about saints. And the difference between different saints, you know, like the, we can't just paint a broad stroke and say saints means this group of people every single time. So anyways, we talked about that and talked about who he rules with. He rules with the saints. That's in Daniel seven. And then last video, we talked about the focal point of the period being Jerusalem and the temple and Boy, that's a big study. I didn't even get to all that stuff when you talk about the Millennial Temple. There's quite a few verses. I didn't even get to all of them. Um, I, I put them out in the description box, but it's found in Isaiah, Ezekiel, all throughout Ezekiel. And then also Joel, Haggai, and Zechariah. A bunch of different places. So, All right. So thank you for that. It's it does get hot in here. We have the air conditioner turned on and uh, it's not that it's a very cool evening outside. But. Uh, so a lot of the people, brothers here are talking about a few things. Mm hmm. So very good. So a good discussion to take for and this doesn't have to go an hour tonight. We've gone about forty minutes. Um, but anyways, so that's that. Uh anybody have any questions on those two studies? Uh I know we've talked about the millennial study here a little bit. Any any thoughts on the Golgotha one? You have a question? Go ahead, sir. Brother Jordan has a question. So I'll wait a minute while he's typing that out. And this is what's called dead air. That's why I have to take a sip of coffee, which is probably not working for how much I'm sweating right now. 
while I'm waiting for him to write out this question, um, I guess he's going to be writing it out. Uh, so I talked to a brother in Christ tonight, and we're going to try to get it set up uh, where he's uh, he works with a, a group that prints Bibles and distributes distributes them all around the world in um, you know in their in their language, and uh, it's no cost whatsoever. Uh, you know, a group of people in say India uh, need uh, 150 Bibles or whatever. They'll ship it, they'll send it, and everything like that for no cost to those people. And uh, so it's uh, an organization called Beams, B-E-A-M-S, and uh, Brother Lockhart. And uh, so I talked with him tonight. We're trying to work something out to where I can interview that brother and uh, just talking about that ministry over there. It is the coffee that's heating me up. <laughs> okay, oh, the answer, the question's already been answered. Okay, well... So getting back to uh, that, also next week, uh, Lord willing, I'm going to have uh, Brother Aaron Clark back on the program um, here on the channel. Uh, he's been on here before, and I'm not going to show you because I'd have to get up and walk over there to the camera and pan out and everything like that. But um, like I said, I have a new area. I've been you know, kind of getting some stuff organized and put together, and uh, he'll be over here to my right. Uh, next Thursday, Lord willing, and we're going to talk about First Timothy five. And by the way, let's turn there real quick. I didn't have any. Okay, uh, I didn't have anything like I was going to be like, okay, let's talk about First Timothy five tonight. But one thing that I'm going to talk about the very first verse. Okay, I, I I will say this, and we'll talk about this next week. But when it talks about elders, here's the the difference. So when we talk about saints not necessarily meaning the same group of individuals every time that that word is used. Same thing with angels. That has different connotations for it depends on the context of what it's using it for. The Bible also talks about elders. Um, obviously, elders is where we get the term elderly, older, uh, older in faith. Um, those are elders. Also, elders would be those that um, are placed in positions of in the body there, the local body of authority to watch over to make sure people are staying strong in doctrine, true to the faith, and not wandering off into wives' tales and fables and everything that we saw in First Timothy 4. Um, you know, that's why it says in First Timothy 4.11, these things command and teach, you know. That's what Paul was telling Timothy, look for these types of individuals. But then he starts talking about how to treat people within the body of believers that are elders. Um, and if you just read it for it, you know, all the way down through there, and you kind of skipped around and wanted to pick out a few verses, you could really get yourself messed up. And uh, my point will be that it's not talking about elders in the, I guess you would use the term, some pastors, some teachers. Uh, it's used in as far as age or maturity level. Let's put it that way. Because it does talk about elder women. Okay, so... There's no contradiction in Scripture, so I'm I'm, I'm not going to sit here and talk about, well, yeah, you know, women can usurp the authority of a man, apparently, and then you can just, uh, those uh, those elderly ladies that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, and, you know, we'll pay them double, and all of a sudden, we'll talk about that next week, and uh, with my brother in Christ, Brother Aaron, he'll be here, and like I said, I'm trying to work on uh, Brother Lockhart, and we'll get that set up. Yeah. 
Okay, yes, this is a good point too. So Brother Druna is talking about um, uh, that's the problem with typing, not being able to communicate through video or in person. Here's my goal. And I, you know, Lord willing, because it's not, well, it's not something that um, I'm going to force the issue on or anything like that. But I'd love to be able to get some sort of uh, voiceover internet, uh, some VoIP type phone and have somebody, maybe it's my wife or somebody that would be willing to help me on a volunteer basis because I can't afford to pay anybody, uh, that would be able to screen phone calls. So you would be able to call into that number and then we'd be able to talk to each other over the phone. Um, that would be really great. Uh, I, I think because either that or some sort of way to bring people in through Skype a lot more, um, it's, it's pretty clunky to do it that way because then you have to like hang up with that person. I'm trying to do all the video, audio, everything production myself. So just be praying about that. Um, my time in the military is drawing to a close anyways, because I'm an, I'm one of those old guys anyways. So it's coming to a close eventually. Um, and this is something that I feel like the Lord has really led me in with teaching and admonishing and encouraging uh, brothers and sisters in Christ to have the mind of Christ. And uh, I'd like to keep it up and keep doing this um, if the Lord wills and that this is what he has for me until he comes. I'm going to occupy till he comes. So just be praying about that. I don't, I really, I don't think I can do that. It would be cold calling, what's called cold calling. Basically, I'd just be picking up a phone and driving it through my, my, my soundboard here, and it goes straight out to the internet, to all these different platforms, and you never know what you're going to get with that. And, you know, I, I would hate for something to be, you know, vulgarity or something like that to be pushed out over something because I'm picking up a phone call and haven't been properly screened. I don't know who they are. They're calling in from Tucson, Arizona, and start cursing and using all sorts of vulgarity, whatever. Um, I would prefer that not happen, okay? But just be praying about that. I mean, uh, until he comes, I'm going to occupy. I, went, I lived enough of years, brothers and sisters in Christ, and lived enough years for myself. And um, to my shame, my ever-loving, everlasting shame, you know, there's a lot of wood, hay, and stubble that's going to get burned up, and um, that's to my shame. And uh, like I read earlier with it being our reasonable service, I just want to uh, cast crowns at his feet because of what he did for me. And uh, uh I, and I and I and I'm I'm fearful that uh, I've lost way too many rewards because of being in it for me, and I don't want to be about that. So I want to be about Him, serving Him, and uh, whatever capacity that is, in whatever venue, whatever I just want to teach and uh, proclaim God's word uh, wherever, whenever I can. So uh, my brother Daruna over here, when we had a conversation, he was talking about rewards, and that is. We, we shouldn't be doing things for the rewards, and that's not what my brother was saying, but he wants to give those rewards back, and that is a beautiful statement because that's what we're going to do anyways. We're going to cast them at his feet. Um, yeah, so 
Anyways, that's where we're at. Um, well, we're 50 minutes in, and uh, without really having too much like we're going that I had planned on really talking about, other than those two videos, um, or those two different series, we've gone 50 minutes. It just shows you uh, I can run my mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are the questions? What are the things we talk about? Well, let's see. I turned 40 years old this year. That's something. Uh, this year it will be 18 years. If my lovely bride is uh, watching or listening in the other room, it'll be 18 years that we've been married. 18 years. Um, I've, I have people coming into the uh, the uh, the CBs right now that uh, work with me and for me that are 18 years old, so I'm officially old enough to be their dad. So <laughs> it's not, it's crazy. Oh, it's so crazy. So uh, that's going to happen this year as well. Um, my daughter just turned four years old, which was a blessing. Uh, Millie Grace, we're talking about the millennial. So when we were naming her, here's a little inside story too. We were naming her. Um, we loved the the name Grace. And uh, my, I think it was my mother in law who's passed. Um, her middle name was Jean, uh, J E A N N E, and um, so we wanted to have that as a middle name. And so we we're trying to go back and forth. My wife liked Millie, and uh, I like the term, I like the name Grace. So we kind of like merged them together with, um, you know, Millie being a thousand or something that you really can't wrap your your brain around. I mean, obviously we can wrap our brain around a thousand dollars or something like that. We can understand that, but it's a large number. Nobody here has been alive for a thousand years, and if you think back a thousand years, it was the year. Let's see, it's, what is, it's 2021. So 1,021, Jerusalem looked way different. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> so back then, they were uh, lopping heads off of both Muslims and quote-unquote Christians. Uh, they were massacring each other on a, a very big scale in the, um, in the Crusades during 1,000 years ago. So think about that. But anyways, I digress. Uh, we wanted to name her Millie Grace, and that's why we named her that. Her first name is Millie Grace. So uh, she will, she's four. My son Dominic just turned two last October, so he'll be turning three this year. And uh, so young babies, and they are running us ragged. Um, you can't see it because of good lighting in here, which is also roasting me. But uh, the lighting in here is uh, kind of blends out this gray. I have quite a bit of gray hair in the sides. In fact, I ran into a friend. Uh, we went out to lunch just the other day and I hadn't seen him in a long time face to face. And as soon as I saw him, he's like, wow, you got a lot of gray hair. It's like, oh, thanks, man. That's it. I appreciate that. So that that's going to be going on this year. Uh, Lord willing, let's see what happens. Uh, I will be going back to Israel sometime next year. Uh, for another deployment, and uh, I'm, while I'm not looking forward to leaving, I just got back, obviously, um, I am looking forward to 
uh, being able to visit a few more sites. I do want to uh, go to Petra, which is over in Jordan. So I doubt, I don't know if that will be a possibility or not. That depends on what's going on in the world at that time. And I'd love to visit more of the northern regions and southern regions of Israel. A lot of things to see. Um, I've told you guys before that I'm not into like relics and all that kind of stuff on the on the on the faith aspect of it. I don't need to see it to believe it. You know, I have faith. However, I have an interest and I always have in history and archaeology, and uh, just seeing some of those old ruins. I don't know. It's just interesting to me. So we all have our different things that pique our interest. And I think that's because uh, God created us that way. Uh, so. Boom, 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 boom. Brother Drun is talking about how he misses his daughter being that age. Yep. Hold her as much as you can. Sure do. In fact, I was about ready to come in here and start uh, live recording and we're putting them down. And uh, she was... You know, oh, daddy, lay with me a little while. So, as soon as I get out of here, if she's still awake, I'm going back. I'm going to go lay in bed with her for a little while and just kind of snuggle with her. So, in fact, we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. But nobody has anything else. I know this is different tonight. I know this is a little bit of a different of a live stream. Uh, yes, brother Stephen, good to see you, brother, and uh, God bless you, my brother over there in Alabama. Good to hear from you uh, the other day by uh, text. But uh, I know this has been a little bit different. It wasn't uh, the typical, I guess, let this mind be in you. Uh, but the word of God was open. The bread of life was opened. Um, I gave the gospel. And uh, if you watch this and uh, you just stumbled across it, and you don't know what's going on or, uh, you know, just watch it again. Watch this channel. Share it. I'm pretty sure that uh, Facebook, YouTube, all these different platforms because I'm not monetized, are not pushing a faith-based, a Bible-believing broadcast, okay? Uh, so what I do depend on is everybody here to, if you do like it, uh, you, you appreciate the fact that I just want to stick to God's Word, be about the Word, uh, please just share this, um, bring in other brethren that as you as you can, and um, that's the only way this is, is going to get out. And... Uh, that's it. Thank you for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You. God bless you, Brother Jordan, um, Brother Stephen, Brother Daruna, uh, everybody else that joined, Sister Debbie over there on Facebook. Um, there's a uh, Deborah Winborn. I have to ask my wife if I know who that is. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Miss Deborah, but thank you for, she says, uh, first time watching, very good, just stumbled across you. Okay, well, thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. Check out all the videos that are on the uh, the library, so to speak, on either Facebook or YouTube. Also, you can find me on Rumble, but there's not a lot of videos over there yet. Uh, BitChute, I'm over there. All these under, let the, search for Let This Mind Be In You Ministries, and you'll find it, or Let This Mind Be In You, and you should be able to find that channel. And then also all the podcast platforms. Just look up Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast and you'll find it. You can always reach out to me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. God bless you. It's good to see you guys again. I'll be seeing you next time, Lord willing, next week when we get back into First Timothy and we'll have Brother Aaron here with us. Okay? Loving the Lord. God bless you. Have a great night.